You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. You've got in front of you the ad team here. My name is Geffen. Uh, I'm the on-platform media buyer here at Vendo, um, and I'm joined by Jason and Matan. If you guys would give brief intros, and then we'll uh, dive into our topic for today. Perfect. Yeah, I work with Geffen really closely on all of the on Amazon PPC efforts as well then as leading the strategy for um, our external channels, driving additional traffic to Amazon as well. Yeah, and I also work with Geffen um, and Jason. I drive a lot of the on Amazon advertising and strategy as well as focus on building out some reporting um, and just the, the overall dashboards for Fendo. But for today, um, we're going to be talking about something that Amazon's been pushing. If, if you know, you're running advertisements on Amazon and you've either been in the know or reading posts or talking to Amazon ad reps, you're very well aware that Amazon has been pushing sponsored display very aggressively. Now, sponsored display is essentially, for those of you who are familiar with Amazon advertising, something called DSP Lite, basically, which is um, impression-based and audience-based advertising um, that happens on and off the platform. Now with sponsored display, it is mostly on the platform. There are plenty of off-platform placements as well. Um, but one thing that's been happening in the Amazon world is uh, Amazon itself has been pushing um, has been pushing sponsored display very aggressively. So every call I've had with the platform with people at, um, uh, at Amazon, every call I've had with you know, thought leaders in the space has always led back to, hey, this is what we're pushing really aggressively now. This is where we believe value lies. So obviously we're bringing that to you guys, the audience, and uh, showing you guys how you can leverage that for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, everyone knows the tentpole event uh, sees a massive surge in both visitors, visitors as well as purchasers. Um, for, this, for this specific webinar, we're going to be separating those two out, which sponsored display allows us to do. So what it is, is a retargeting platform that allows you to target people based on their behavior on the site. So it could be people who visited, people who purchased, or people who visited competing products or purchased competing products as well. Um, and while most people focus, and rightly so, on the advertisements, the spend, the investment leading up to and during the event, Something that's interesting about sponsored display is it stretches out the capability of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or any event by allowing you to retarget those people that engage with your, with your products or with your product detail pages uh, during the event. So one of the things that we're going to discuss is how to set that up, what that means, um, and then kind of walk through an example of what a campaign like that looks like and what you can expect from it. Um, okay, so as everyone knows, we're here in the uh, Amazon advertising platform um, and we are on a choose campaign or you would click on create campaign. We're going to go to sponsored display. So before we jump into, into exactly how, you know, how this can be effective, um, Jason and Matan, do you guys want to talk a little bit about, you know, what you guys have been able to do or what you've seen with sponsored display and, how it's helped, if it's helped at all, and uh, what some of the things that you've heard from Amazon are from. Uh, sure, I can I can speak to that first. Um, you know, I think for 
the, the benefit that we've seen on sponsor display on our end is kind of a slow rollout, but everyone's always looking for ways to retarget customers that we're bringing into the funnel and sponsor display allows us to do that. Uh, because the major difference between sponsored display versus the other two campaign types is it's not, you know, keyword targeting specific. Um, instead, we're using audience interest and, you know, different shopping behaviors to build out these campaigns. Um, you know, something as simple as whether they viewed our product detailed page. Uh, so it, it gives us a different targeting capability um, for people then who are already in the funnel and converted, but uh, or considered, but didn't necessarily convert that first time around. Uh, and specifically then taking advantage of all of that um, influx of traffic around a major holiday, we are going to be, you know, bringing in a lot of new to brand customers who might not be familiar with those products. Um, so kind of keeping them in the funnel and keeping our brand top of mind then is going to become, you know, extremely important. Yeah, and to, to add on to that, um, we've we found a lot of success using sponsored display. Um, to target um, our branded products, so our own products. And if you go to, to a product's detail page, you'll see that um, there are sponsored display slots on the page. Um, and, and taking those spots is a good way to, to shore up brand space overall. Um, one statistic that uh, you know, is encouraging for, for sponsored display is that there's an average of 14 detail page views before a purchase on a given, given product across um, all Amazon uh, products. So using sponsored display um, on your products minimizes um, the likelihood that um, another, that the consumer is gonna go to another product from your detail page. Yeah, so you'll see a couple of them pop up You've got this guy right here, scrolling down, consider a similar item right here and right here. Um, so you see these pop up and they're kind of an advantageous spots. So below the buy box, right on the bottom of the page, um, right on the top of the page. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of placement there um, that you can target your own detail pages with that will prevent other sellers from coming on but we'll also allow you to expand your assortment and say, hey, we can target one of our new launches towards our hero item. That kind of allows you to uh, expose your existing clientele to some more, uh, some more of your product lines. So jumping into campaign creation, we're gonna talk about the basics and then talk about what it's gonna mean on the actual tentpole event. So first of all, obviously name the campaign and you're gonna to wanna to set this up for after, well, for sorry, for before, the event. So it is, it is garnering people that are actually looking at your product. So if Black Friday, Cyber Monday is going to be here, you probably want to start it a couple days before so it can have some time to ramp up. These There's a 14-day attribution window on sponsored display, and it does take some time to ramp up. In our experience, we haven't seen spend go rampant there. So it's not like you're going to waste a lot of money. Um, it's going to be generating and learning very quickly. So maybe four or five days before isn't the end of the world. So starting it, let's say that Sunday before, giving it a decent budget. I mean, obviously it depends on what your, uh, what your limit is and what your internal budgeting uh, allows for. But in general, you know, 50 to 100 bucks is what Amazon recommends as the minimum. As you can see right here, most campaigns with a budget over 100 run throughout the day. So then you come down and excuse us. These are all going to be blurred out as this is one of our clients, but you can pick any one of their products. You can pick as many one of as many products as you would like. 
So you can separate this by product line. You can do this by similarity in terms of new launches versus hero items, multi-packs versus one pack. Um, but there should be some level of similarity. You can also select your whole catalog if you just want to blanket target anyone who has visited or revisited. Um, and so now you come here and this is where we can start getting a little bit creative. So you can do product targeting or you can do audience targeting. And now this is where um, you wanna have a stratified approach. So Amazon's recommendation is to have at least six sponsored display campaigns running simultaneously. Uh, and what that allows the algorithm to do is say, hey, we have a holistic amount of targeting going on we we can we can comfortably target the things that the that the campaigns are telling us to. So let's go to audiences because it's a bit more interesting. Product targeting is the same exact thing as regular product targeting, which is you're going to put in your or competitor's ASIN, and that is going to target people that visited the product detail pages. Um, of, sorry, that's going to target those specific products. The audiences will allow you to target people that visited those as well. Now, scrolling down to bid optimization, this is, this is actually a very new feature. So this came out, if I'm not mistaken, this week or last week, um, very recent. Uh, and what it, what it essentially is, is uh, it allows you to optimize. You know, for any of you that have advertised on Facebook, this looks very familiar. You can optimize for clicks or conversions. Amazon's never had that before. This is a, this is a pretty new development. So this is where we'll kind of leave that one up to you depending on what your internal goal is. Do you want to have a little bit maybe higher funnel for some viewable impressions? Do you want to get as many page visits as possible because your page converts very well? Or do you want Amazon to just focus on conversion rate, which would potentially limit the number of impressions and potentially also increase your ROAS? Um, have either of you done anything, have either of you tested either of these um, or have any recommendations? for uh, which one of these specifically for Black Friday, Cyber Monday you would use? Uh, in terms of remarketing, we've been doing conversions just because uh, we wouldn't then consider that cold traffic. Uh, but mm -hmm. using that six campaign template that Amazon um, has kind of outlined then as you build up the funnel and you're looking to do more top of funnel awareness, uh, that's when then we'll be optimizing for page views or viewable impressions. Yeah, and that's a good point too. Um, you know, you always use sponsored display truly as a funnel, right? Because we talk about Amazon ads all day and, and mostly, even if you're going for non-branded, it's still lower down the funnel, right? These are people that are well in market that are searching for your product or a similar product um, and are at a time in their, in their buyer, in their consumer journey when they're going to be very close to purchasing. When you look at impressions, it might not be the case, but what we do know is that um, around Black Friday, Cyber Monday, intent to purchase is through the roof. So it might best serve you to go for something in the middle like page visits, because you're more likely to get a conversion during that time than you are at any other time. So then, you know, going for a default bid, and this will be um, uh, a bid for your specific target, and it'll tell you here. So you're gonna, you're gonna bid per 1,000 viewable impressions on the top one, and the bottom two, you're going to do a cost per click bid. So, you know, you want to go aggressive. Let's say we're going to bid $3 on a cost per click or $4 on a cost per click. That's when we're getting into the very uh, aggressive range. And now we are in kind of where the money's made right here. 
right? This is the audience's views remarketing and purchases remarketing, um, as we discussed earlier. So as opposed to product targeting, which puts your ads on product detail pages, what this does is this also puts your ad on product detail pages, but it's for people that, that uh, fulfill a certain criteria. So for instance, these people viewed similar products to your advertised one over the last 30 days. You can target that, same thing. Uh, these people viewed just your advertised products over the last 30 days. And as you can see now, we're building out the funnel, almost in reverse, where we start from people who were targeting lower and then we move them up higher. Um, and you can, you can customize your bids um, and everything. And so we can click on Amazon audiences right here. And for any of you that have advertised on Amazon for quite a while, uh, this will be really kind of a breath of fresh air because everyone's biggest criticism of Amazon is that they don't allow enough customizability for their advertising. Um, it's very narrow, but now we can start targeting a whole wealth of different audiences. So we can target people based on their lifestyle, very similar to Facebook, right? We can look at brands, people who shop at Whole Foods, people who shop for brands at Whole Foods, or people who shop for categories at Whole Foods, right? The list goes on the same way it does for Facebook. You can have thousands of different campaigns. Um, you can do different life events too. So if you go up here and go here, recently married, recently moved, um, all of these different things. This is where um, you know, our recommendations would stop and either your internal marketing team or your internal external, internal external, internal advertising team um, might have better insights as to what, uh, what audiences work best for you guys. And so obviously you're going to be targeting people that have visited the page and then targeting people as well that have different life events, different interests, or in market for different events as well. Um, and then that once we go past, so you start before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then once you go past Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's gonna start bringing those people in there. And what you're gonna see is you're gonna obviously see spend increase as there's a, uh, a bigger pool to pull from. And then once you, know, you get two or three weeks past Black Friday, Cyber Monday, when the attribution window is closed, um, or the first wave of the attribution window is closed, uh, and you have these higher likelihood to purchase customers that are being targeted and retargeted throughout December, um, the goal is that your ROAS on these campaigns, because they're lower funnel, because they're higher, higher intent to purchase, uh, is going to increase. Um, and then finally, again, something that Amazon has yet to uh, really lean into on a sponsored display side, we're very happy they did, is you can now either have Amazon do your creative for you, uh, again, sorry that it's blurred out, um, if it is. And then uh, you can also customize your creative too. So you can add a logo, which goes right here. You can even do a headline, something like that, that hopefully it'll load quickly. will be right below the logo, right there. And then you can customize an image too. So you can put in whichever image you would like, as long as it has the product in it. So this is like a lifestyle image almost on steroids because you can show the product and you can show it in use too. So I don't know if it's like a, if it's a spray deodorant, instead of showing the default image on Amazon, you can show it in action. Um, 
And that will allow you to, again, increase conversions, increase appeal, increase brand awareness, uh, all the things that we've been talking about before. Yeah. And um, another cool feature about that custom image where it slightly differs from the lifestyle images we see in the headline search ad is that you could actually put text in those images. Um, and for example, if you're, running, if you're running um, a coupon on your item, it'll say in the, the top left corner of the display ad, like 15% off coupon. And then in the image, you can write save now on XYZ. Um, so, yep. so that's a good way to, um, to further market and, and, and advertise your goals. And right here. Just, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's so a great look, point. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say too, um, kind of understanding, um, you know, your closest competitors uh, and taking those insights from your sponsored product campaigns on where you've converted well, uh, that for, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, if you know your competitors listings are going to receive a lot of traffic using that coupon then as Matan mentioned. Uh, with a slightly lower price, um, you know, or a different offering is a nice way to entice customers to choose that listing over than the, the product page that they're currently on. Yep, absolutely. Um, and that's a really good point. Both of those are really great call-outs. Number one, um, you guys can put text in there, which will allow you to get uh, uh, more, more of a message across um, and to really customize it and to really hammer it home. And then as Jason mentioned, um, knowing your competitors is crucial, right? And not just that, but knowing which competitors almost share an audience with you. Uh, and because people are, you know, people are in a frenzy during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they're in a frenzy during Q4, um, and they want to get the best X, the best gift, the best product, the best supplement, uh, because they're in a mood to spend. So being able to target and retarget, they're gonna be open to clicking on these ads. Uh, they're gonna be open to browsing. So if you know who your top competitors are and you have a higher and you have a, a, a larger likelihood of their customers going to your product detail pages and eventually converting, the better it's going to be. Um, and as you can see, the possibilities become endless with the amount of copy and creative, as well as with the amount of um, audiences you can target. The, the unfortunate thing is unlike Facebook, at least to date, this will probably change, I imagine. Each A-B test is going to have to be a different campaign, um, which does kind of suck. Facebook does allow you to A-B test within campaigns. Uh, you can put in multiple different creatives and, uh, and, they'll, and they'll run it for you and they'll tell you which one uh, uh, did the best. I would imagine it's coming down the pipeline here, but it's not here yet. So that's another call out too. Um, but I think overall, you know, you set two, three, four, well, according to Amazon, six of these up you have proper audience targeting, you do product targeting as well as audience targeting, you target, which is required, the views remarketing right here, as well as uh, a few other life events or a few other different style of uh, audience. Oh, one note, you can't do demographics. So you can't do um, you know, gender, age, income, things like that. Amazon, I mean, I'm sure they have that data, but they're not gonna do that just yet. It's still more, broad types of targeting it's most besides you know very specific demographics as well as um zip codes you cannot target zip codes yet so geo so geofencing and um you know very specific demographics are not there yet as well as a b testing so those are some of the shortcomings but overall you know we at vendo believe that this is a 
a solid strategy to implement. And looking at the generally, there's probably going to change for Q4, but the generally lower spend rate of sponsored display campaigns uh, means that you're not going to be overspending or really ramping up a lot. Now, one thing to note, if you're someone that puts in uh, account level budget limits um, in the settings tab of your portal, uh, this falls outside of those parameters. So if you have a hundred dollar limit here and $500 in sponsored products and your limit is $500, then you'll spend $600 if this maxes out. So that's one thing is that you, you need to watch these campaigns individually uh, as opposed to just setting uh, account level budgets. Um, but I know we keep referencing that, that six campaign build out. Uh, and this is from an Amazon ad rep. And this is essentially how Amazon recommends building out that funnel, which is essentially what we just talked about. So Jason, do you want to go over this? Um, oh. and kind of walk through what the rep told you and what some of their best uh, practices are. And then we can yeah, kind of so, so we kind of covered then the phase one and two, uh, which are, you know, what we're doing to drive purchase um, in terms of remarketing and retargeting uh, using those audiences. But Amazon also then uh, recommends kind of some middle and upper funnel uh, campaigns to increase consideration and build that awareness further. Um, you can optimize for different uh, events like Geffen mentioned, um, specifically then for page views um, with then the overall goal to uh, push those people further down the funnel at a later time. Uh, the nice thing about this is rather than having to use external advertising channels to bring additional traffic to your listing, all of this then is happening um, on or often at but Amazon related platforms. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, and you'll see the different sizes in the audiences, right? They're quote unquote opportunity size. Always take these numbers with a grain of salt, right? Because you can have someone that's in market for water bottles and is also in market for uh, hydrocortisone. Um, and so those, those people can be counted twice. Uh, it's also unbelievably dynamic, right? So you, if you think about your buyer behavior, right? Let's say Amazon says, let's say you have an audience that's something like uh, uh, searched for water bottles over the last seven days. Well, that's not all they searched for, right? They might've searched for it for a gift and found it somewhere else. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But what this does is this shows you what Amazon is, um, what direction Amazon is going in, right? They want, they want you to build out the funnels on and off the platform. They want you to invest in top of funnel advertising. And as Matan mentioned, um, uh, they do see a correlation, albeit it's still early. They do see a correlation between investment in sponsor display and higher sales. Um, but what they, what we're focusing on is Q4 in specific Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And as you saw uh, over the last 20, 30 minutes, how to set up that campaign, one of the campaigns that should there, there should be multiple like that, how to test out those audiences, do product targeting as well as audience targeting, uh, and then let that run for one month after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because then you will guarantee that all of the people, or at least so they say all of the people that visited your product detail pages during that time actually uh, were targeted and retargeted by your campaigns. Um, uh, because if you stop earlier or whatever, it might not fully, uh, might not fully attribute or reach those audiences. 
Um, and then what, what you can do, which is the best practice that we have too, we actually ran this best practice with, um, with DSP and it worked very well is, you know, Q4 doesn't end with Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It goes into at least the first two to three weeks of December, right before Christmas. And so what you need to do is if you have the budget and you have allocated it into, in, into 2022, is run that run those campaigns if they're working, of course. If they're not working, then you know, pause them. Uh, but if but if you're liking the results, if you're liking what you're seeing from an impression click and conversion standpoint, run them through January, because you got hundreds, if not thousands, of people to visit your product detail pages throughout December. That you're just gonna that you shouldn't cut off. You should you should let the retargeting funnel hit them again in January because they were considering your product especially those that bought that uh, uh, visited it and didn't purchase. You know, those are people that you can retarget again. The people that purchase, they're going to be more likely, they're going to be likely to purchase or repurchase, especially, especially if your product is a consumable. Um, but if it is not a consumable, then your best bet is to go with people who uh, visited but did not purchase. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You know, we're, we're, we're really expecting a very strong uh Q4 this year. We're expecting a strong Black Friday Cyber Money, barring any major events. So, um, you know, bringing out every tool in the toolkit is going to be very important because a lot of advertisers are going to be doing that. So, uh, on our front, or at least on my front, that's that's I think all we had to cover. Jason or Matam, were there any closing points you guys wanted to discuss? No, I think you hit uh, you hit the point I was going to cover on, but just that you know most customers aren't going to convert on that first time. Uh, so making sure that you're trying to re-engage them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, is extremely important. And sponsored display gives us you know the best way to do that on Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Um, in terms of of anything I had to add, um, I did find out that portfolios for sponsored display are coming in. Q4 of 2021, so very soon. Um, and, you know, we should see that we're, we're able to better organize our campaign structure accordingly um, because currently you cannot add sponsored display to portfolios. So whether you're breaking up your portfolio by product line or branded versus non-branded, um, you're able to get more accurate portfolio level data um, soon enough. Yeah, and that's going to be great because then what you can do is you can put all six of those campaigns into the portfolio and it'll show you what the uh, what how your sponsored display campaigns are performing on on a high level. And it's going to allow you, as Matan said, to organize it. Um, and it'll also allow you to take a look at the clicks and to see how many times people are actually viewing your product detail pages, because if on average you need 14 product detail page visits, um, then, you know, a six campaign funnel is going to really help with that. So. All right, um, excited to hear any feedback. If any of you guys in the audience see this uh, tactic work, I know we're probably gonna do a post-mortem after uh, Q4 to see how sponsored display performed with some of the metrics were there. Um, but if you wanna reach out either in the comments or reach out via email, um, it's all of our first names at vendocommerce.com. So Geffen, Jason, and Matan. Um, and, or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, but besides that, I think that concludes uh, the session for today. So hope you guys got some good nuggets and uh, have a good and successful Q4.